podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for $1.69, or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average. And customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Okay, good evening, welcome along to the club podcast. It is a Monday night. We're back in our normal home time. All that type of jazz. Oh, <laughs> so, it's great. Um, and tonight we're going to discuss uh, stuff that I have on the agenda, but I can't look at this because I'm looking at something else at this moment in time. Uh, on the pod tonight, of course, I'm joined by Garbreen. I'm joined by Robbie. What does the OR stand for? O'Reardon. O'Reardon. That's grand. I'm joined by Robbie R. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ray Dicko Dickinson, and now joining us is Santa's favourite Ray. There and that's Andy Rudolph Young. <laughs> <laughs> I am Carl Faust. Uh, Faust? I am your Faust. That's the end of it. Uh, right, the the, pod, the the club podcast is brought to you in association with Redsbet. And Redsbet are at the betting site tailor made for Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on Redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. And we'll have our featured bet out during the week. And um, you'll get great odds on Liverpool win the league. And you'll get even better odds on Huddersfield win the league. Strange enough. Um, I'll rest <laughs> so get on there now and, and gamble responsibly. Um, right, gents. Robbie's profile here, um, absolutely fabulous. Looking, <laughs> looking well there. <laughs> looking well. You know, in a past life, Robbie, when we used to do graphics for the podcast, that would have ended up on the front. Of it. <laughs> Potentially with super noodles for hair and stuff like that. So it's, uh, you're, you're lucky that uh, we just don't make the effort anymore. Uh, right. So, lads, where is my agenda? So I know what I'm talking about when I get into this play. Um, first of all, I, we we did a bit of chatting on on the Brighton and Hove Albion and all this type of stuff, um, and I want to get into it. But the the main thing that cropped up today, the, the most important thing that came along today, it was Raúl Morales on some form oh, of celebrity uh, pop idol thing we jig. Did you see it right? No. It's immense. I, I can't. Ah. It's hard to describe what it is. He's wearing a sort of toga white thing around him his beard is immaculate he's grown hair which is spectacular because the fellow was the was the baldiest player in England um, and I, I've no idea what's going on uh, there there, look right look if you look carefully you can see what I, just, I, I don't know how to describe it. it's just it's immense 
it's hard not to. And I almost want you to to recreate a graphic specifically, just because <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to talk about. Andy, when you saw Raúl Morelos more or less in the nip, what was going through your mind? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's enjoying himself. Um, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah. I liked Raúl Morelos for a while. Yeah. Did you? I loved Raúl Morelos. Yeah. I remember his first game. Or whatever game it was, it was very close yeah. to the start. It was and he, right away, wasn't it? And he batted one into the top corner. It was just ridiculous. Oh, no, it was right at the start. It was oh, Liverpool great in outfield. Wow, he didn't score his first goal. Who knows? It was a, a bastard. Straight into the top corner. And he was great at taking corners. And Kiriakos's head was basically magnetized to his corner. So that was <laughs> that was the great. If thing he about. played for Liverpool now, he'd be loved. He would. Yeah, he would. Player. He's the type of player with the verticality in his play that will definitely yeah. make an impact. Yeah, <laughs> but well, not. In his current form, obviously, you'd have to bring him back to when he was younger. Yeah. Because he's good for yeah. singing now. Yeah. I have a lot of time for players like this. I saw one recently, Dan- Danny Osvaldo. Do you remember Danny Osvaldo who played for Roma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. centre forward, played for, for, for... Yeah. He packed in football at t- 29 and went off to be in a band. Did he, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have immense respect for this. I, do, like, yeah. I get this. Players go, right, I've literally achieved all I'm going to really achieve. I could go off and make a billion to euros in China, China. right? Mm. Like um, Arnautovic is going to do. Um, oh, yeah. Or I can follow my dream and become a rock star. Mm. Or in Morales's case, don't know what to describe that. Sort of hula hula star or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're really, really good, you can mm. be um, Ronaldinho and do both. Where you just go back and live in the beach life. and in, Go on the lash for two years. Well, for 22 years and start to say, right, I've won everything and I'm just going to enjoy the crack. Ray, yeah. which Liverpool player do you think at this moment so should pack in football and go off and join a band? <laughs> <laughs> or a circus? <laughs> It's pretty obvious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a few, isn't it? No, there's, there's, there's one. I think. Well, no, there's I think, two. There's, there's two. But there's I think I go for. I think I go for Mignolet. Yeah. Oh, what a miss by Sane! That's immense. I don't care what happens for the rest of that game. I'm just glad I seen it. That was like something you'd see out of a Sunday league football, and his mates would be absolutely breaking their shit, laughing on the side. Watch this, Andy. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, football is gone. Oh my goodness! Look at this. Oh, oh yeah. exceptional! <laughs> Not only did he air hit it, he got it on the inside of his right, left, right oh, knee, and sent it out for disgusting. a throw in. <laughs> I just realised there's actually three, isn't there? There is, yeah. Boy, yeah there yeah, is, yeah. Tick band play, players. Go on. Well, obviously, me, Markovic, and Moreno. Yeah. Well, I think Markovic has already left to join the band. I saw him in log cabin. Yeah. Oh, well, hell, what part of Minulay is? Look, he's not going into anybody. He's not going into anybody. Right, lads, moving along from who would be good in a band, um, I want to ask um, Mo Salah. I think it's worth having a discussion now. In the annals of greatness of Liverpool players at this stage, we are, those, most of us say Suarez is probably arguably the best footballer we've had. I'm not saying he's the greatest Liverpool player and all that type of stuff, but in terms of what he was able to do on the pitch and the way he dragged that team through it and a whole lot, immense. Where, does, where is Salah... Now grown into this, like we've what's the second season? Yeah, feels like he's been around forever, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, it's like the the things he's doing is so messy esque. Mm. It's frightening. There was a yoke uh, thrown up about his um, assists are goal per minute. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's a leader now of yeah. uh, the universe. <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, he's top he's top of it all of the universe of the Premier League ever. It's all of Is it like a minimum, yeah. off a minimum number of games, is it, or something? Is, yeah. is it based on a 
50 games or something like that. How many? Uh, all right, yeah, because he could have a player yeah, yeah, played yeah. a few games. Well, I think think he's 77 league games now or yeah. something like that. Mm, that yeah. So that's fair enough. That's yeah, a good spread. That's a good, yeah. If that includes his time with Chelsea then as well, because he don't fuck all with that. Oh, fuck, yeah, actually. Yeah. Chelsea doesn't count. Yeah, because... I'm not just counting. Shaqiri's supposed to be pretty high for Liverpool, but mm-hmm. obviously when you take Stoke into account, it wouldn't yeah. be the case. Well, I'd imagine people have just forgotten that Salah was ever at Chelsea. Because yeah, the, the most Salah that was at Chelsea is just a diff, well, well, like he's nowhere near the player. No, he's become minutes per Premier League goal or assist. Salah seventy seven minutes. Aguero eighty four. Henri eighty five. Suarez eighty nine. Van Persie ninety six. Mm. Mm. Not bad company that in France. No. no, Robbie. When you look, where does he rate for you? For me, in terms of what I've seen, probably top three. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, but he's probably. I said about last year with Torres up there, obviously, but I think obviously since obviously it's quite like this the start that they had was similar really in terms of the start of the Liverpool career is banging in goals. But obviously touch wood, like his injury record wasn't anywhere near what Torres was and he's mm-hmm. kept going, he's playing in fucking every game he's playing. Um so, but when five seem to be top three definitely. Yeah. But the mad thing is we didn't sign a striker. Yeah. We signed we signed a midfielder. That's the that's the amazing part of all of this that what he's what he's become. We didn't think we were getting a player who was going to score us. I did twenty plus goals. I did, and I did. Stand, you stand didn't, by it. You didn't know that. I did. Nobody knew that. <laughs> I did. I couldn't have known. Said it the, Go back to all the podcasts we did. I said if we're going to sign one wide forward that was going to score goals, Salah is the player that I'd be looking at. Him or I know Son went to went to Sports, but I thought Salah the way he pr- progressed at Roma and in that role, I said he just fits. Now I didn't think he was going to fit to being. A 40-goal-a-season yeah, player. He, he, yeah, but you are making the point that he, he would sign a wide forward who's going to contribute for a goal. About 20 which goals. Which, which is something we haven't now we have really a seen forward. a lot of down the yeah. years. Now we, yeah, we have a wide forward that's playing number nine every week. Yeah. But his progression for me at Liverpool is so akin to the way Ronaldo rotated around that front three for United. Yeah. Mm. But at the same time, without that sort of ego that Ronaldo has always carried through his career and, and, to, and also to his credit because Ronaldo put himself in the, in, in the centre of it and, and made it about him but delivered in, in huge big games but Messi is he's just that you can see the team just want him and want to be with him and want to play with him and he wants to do the exact same thing for it. it's, it's I, I, a tear crossed me eye when I saw him getting the penalty at the weekend like that's, that's how emotionally moved I was boy, because it's like, he just doesn't let us down Winning the penalty or scoring the penalty? Everything. 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 I see him on the pitch and I just see his smile. Was it just me who was a bit worried that he wasn't going to score that penalty? I don't think he's that good at penalties. No, he's not brilliant. He just hits hard. If you look at anyone in the squad who's back to take a penalty, it'd be Milner. That's why I was kind of I was, I was kind of shit myself and he stepped up for it, but no, he's, he scored a few. He scored his last few. I think he's only missed one. That's what I said, I think. So. Well... I, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be on the on the Salah is a great penalty taker bandwagon mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, it makes me um, when I see him play, it makes him worry. Makes me worried. Like it's, it's the one thing that you nerves me. It's like Firmino. I wouldn't trust Firmino to score a penalty. Me no, wouldn't trust Mane. Did wouldn't trust Mane. Nothing. Mane. Trust Mane. Salah's one against Ar- was it against Arsenal? Yeah. Uh, the keeper got down the middle. Yeah. And I think the keeper got a hand to it again. So. He didn't get a hand to it this. Yes. Did he get a hand to it? Yeah. But at least that, that was. So what, there's loads of power on it. Well, I like to be. Yeah. That's the, I always yeah. like a penalty that has like a serious amount of power behind it because even once you have it relatively on target, it's going in. Yeah. Mm. No matter what, yeah. no matter what happens, with it, it's going in. As so, a matter of fact, you probably wouldn't have even put him in your top three players on form or you know as, as a standout this season. 
Gallagher for us. For us? Yeah. You probably would be because of what I'll try the likes of Robertson, yeah, yeah, uh, Robertson Van, Van Dijk, but Van Dijk, Van Dijk. Been brilliant as well. Probably number three, isn't he? But yeah. is that is that because of how spectacular he was last season? Bit of that, right. you know, bit of that. Was well, like at the start of the season, he wasn't really like you know, he was really scoring in home games. I think he scored in the first four home games. I think. Well, apart from that, he wasn't scoring away from home. He wasn't really doing that away from home. Where I was getting one 0 wins, it wasn't really him scoring. He get really the odd penalty here and there. For mm. the, well, not for me, not really, but man, he was kind of the main man in the front three in the first few months of the season. Yeah. yeah, the talk in the first couple of months was more around this hangover from the World Cup, this Jonah. hangover from the injury in the Champions League final, the fact that, you know, the one season won the shouts and all that sort of stuff. And he has only literally just shrugged all of that off, really, through sort of, I suppose, November, December, and through into January now. And he's he's absolutely flying. And Ferguson's position has changed a lot, though. He's a, he's a lot more central now. Yeah. Obviously, Firmino yeah, is, is dropping that bit further back now. Yeah. Mane seems to always just hang out left, left side. Yeah. Salah has that central and, and to the right as well most of the time in yeah. France so it has changed I guarantee he's getting doubled up on most games as well in France yeah he is Yeah. after he got the penalty what was the story with him playing real deep for ages and then eventually Klopp told him to go back up top he was getting no space was he he was just getting no space up there in France yeah but why, why all of a sudden was he doing that just for the crack. <laughs> it was like he was doing, you know, doing by himself without being. I thought that when, when we got the penalty, that we, we did sit back a bit. I thought we, we, we were like we were expecting them to come on a bit more to us, and then we were going to try to use our pace. To maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe they done that. They remember the, yeah. the, the home game, the start of the season. They conceded early on, but didn't move no. at all. And I think they were going to expect them maybe to. But I could think they did get a half chance. Yeah, they did. They were yeah. just hoping for it. They were just hoping for it one chance they were going to help him to fluke and it all really are get obviously a set piece but well see they haven't that was the first game they had, what, since last March or something they haven't scored at home yeah yeah. so I guess in their mind they were potentially going to get the goal at some moment you know yeah. by hook or by crook they they're, they're thinking goal. themselves they're going to need two to beat us because yeah. we're likely to score look at Hewton's record against us I think up until last year he conceded five in every single mm-hmm. game he played against mm-hmm. us and he, well, I don't think he prepared to get another battering mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. so maybe that was that plays, that's played as one of the last two times we played Brighton the um, one thing that's cropping up, right? So the narrative is starting to go that Salah's a diver, Kane is a very honest player, <laughs> right? But as much as we go, that's bollocks, he was definitely fouled on the whole lot. Yeah. That narrative will start to ring into referees' heads. They'll start second guessing themselves. He'll almost need to be hatcheted from the waist down yeah. to get a penalty. Against. He can get a penalty for a year anyway, so like, will it make it? Oh, no, I know, it I know. will, but no, but you, 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 what you're picking up on there is something that starts to happen to Suarez. He used to get regularly get yeah, penalties. Yeah. There was one. There was one point where he was like, you know, I don't know what game it was. My memory's not that good, but I remember him like almost deliberately flicking it up onto someone's hand yeah. and getting a penalty. And at that point, it was just getting ridiculous. He was getting penalties pretty much every week, yeah. and then all of a sudden, they stopped. stopped. Yeah, yeah. And, he was getting and kicked at the hole and yeah, everything, and, and was he was like, getting nothing. So you're right to think that just just human nature that he's going to have to be basically scythed in half in a few weeks' time to be yeah. to be winning penalties, which is a shame because like outside of the new. Newcastle, which you might say was a bit, bit, bit light in terms of what happened. The rest of them have been Stonewall penalties. Stonewall. Especially, yeah, don't, never got the foot over that either. He was, boy, yeah, man, he pulled them back, like pulled them back, like, and he then came across him as well. So, I was like, you, how many fouls am I going to hit you with before you get a penalty? I mean, Gross's challenge was just, but he pulls them back twice and then takes the legs. It's like, people's heads were falling off over that one, and it's probably done us a little bit of a favour that it was a Stonewall. Pure. Fume over nothing. Yeah, it's like, agenda building, it's isn't it? Proper, it's a proper penalty. 
There's no dispute in it. So, with a, with a bit of a miracle grow for his legs. Yeah, no, no, it was him. Um, with a bit of luck, um, you know, the referees stick together yeah. in, in a lot of ways. So, they're going to back each other over decisions given. They're going to stand by the decisions that they were penalties. And if people are arguing against it, I mean, that's that's one they can stand up and say, well, that is a stonewall penalty. Yeah. Yeah. There's no arguing with it. So, with a bit of luck, the referees kind of block out that, because um, that, it is just a narrative. Brighton hate and Kevin Friend. You'd hate to think about Kevin Friend. And like, I remember we played yeah. the first time I remember Kevin Friend and Craig Cottage a few years ago when Spearing got sent off and he won the ball, kicked the ball over in the away and nearly landed in the away and he gets fucking sent off. Like he's, we were lucky enough that it was a song of empty for him to give it. Like Friend now gives us fuck also. Yeah. yeah. I think he, he had a, he, one of the best refereeing performances I've seen. It's not often you're able to say that. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good, yeah. Promote a decent game of football. Um, you let you let a lot go. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he was a bit like in some ways. Sometimes you see that as the European refs, don't you? In the Champions League, that, yeah, that they're not. Yeah, and he, he punished. He punished them for the cynical fouls. Um, yeah. and all it seemed to the crowd like they kept getting everything against, which they did. But they were, they were. Yeah, but they were genuine. They were yeah. genuinely like, trying to stop us. You know. In certain cynical situations, there wasn't so. one yellow card in the game. I don't think. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I don't no, think I don't think there was. No. And that was Saturday, like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even remember Wolves getting a red card in this game. <laughs> Just blowing his mind. I didn't know for ten minutes. Well, <laughs> yeah. like in most games, these fouls are happening, and you're, you know, you're shouting at the telly or whatever you're, at, you know, if you're at the game, and like, for fuck's sake, like, you know, finally a referee that sees the treatment that the players mm. are getting because every team wants to try and slow us down. Yeah. Yep. And that's, and that's what they have to resort to sometimes, isn't it? The opposition. In, uh, Look at know. Van Dijk every, uh, every time we had uh, a corner. Like, Van Dijk was felled every time. Yeah. Uh, the defender grappled onto his arm, held his arm. Yep. Totally illegal. You know, but like we got a couple, we got what two penalties there recently where people are pulling pulling us in the box. Yeah, the, the last, Arsenal, yeah, the last yeah. one against Arsenal probably was again was a little bit soft, yeah, and that means that very no referee will give us a penalty for a pull in the box now until somebody's actually jumped on, pulled down really the ground, it, and did, kicked we, up the hole. No, we didn't really need it. No. Van Dijk, Van, that happened a few times. I think Van Dijk said after the first one, you know, watch it the next time. Why wasn't the referee watching it the next time? He's still busy watching everything else. Their penalty, they're more, pe- they're, they're more penalties than probably. Well, I think the solutions have, have yeah. more referees. We should have, a, we have two referees, just corner <laughs> referees who stand there watching what's pulling. The pulling referees who stand on one side, and then we have the lads with the sticks behind the goal on the other side to not stick the sticks up so everyone can give out going, what's he doing there? Why doesn't he put his arm up in the air to tell us what's going on? Right, even though he has a buzzer. In fact, you take the sticks yeah. off him, right? Yeah. Just stand there and have like a buzzer in his hand so nobody knows what's there and he just stands there and everyone's going mad about that. And then we can get some random lads. One thing that's always crossed my mind is why is there not two linesmen on each side? Why isn't there a linesman on that side and a linesman on this side and a linesman on that side and a linesman on this side? I know in, in, in amateur football it'll cost an awful lot of money because yeah. you don't get paid. But in professional football, does it come to confusion? Does it come to confusion? Football, you know, football, know, if one yeah. lad puts the flag up and the other lad doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't flag in your own. Yeah. But like, you're seeing two, you have two sets of boys instead of yeah. one set of boys. So right? if one fella puts the flag up the and NFL, the other fella it? says no. Does it work in the NFL? Well, they, they, have, they have a lot of replay backup, though. And they have a lot of referees as well. They still make a bollocks of it, though, as well. They still make a bollocks of it, as well. That's humans. Like, but you are yeah. reducing the level of bollocks being made if you have a load of boys going on. 
at the same time. But if it went there, so. yeah, the, the other lines are on wooden flag, though. So if there's so the two, two of them and one flagged and one didn't, so you'd give the offside even though the other fell on the other side to saying no. They'd have to be set to twins though because oh, they can only okay, yeah. sit in the same pace. You know what I mean? Who's dead in line on the opposite side of the pitch? It just imagine like imagine that'd be dead. Well, okay, one could take charge of the offsides, <laughs> 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 and the other is just a throw in one. Would, the would they get the Harry Kane yeah. decision right then? Would they? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harry, I fucking hate him. I swear to God, we still don't get him. Touch don't get him as a football. That's what we need. Yeah, robots. Yeah, you know that robot that was running along there, the, the one that taught how to run the Boston Scientific robot. Yeah. What Mad. about the uh, the v, the VAR that they got wrong? What VAR? Like for the FA Cup games. The Harry Kane one. They got it wrong. Depends. Oh, what the um, what was it an offside? Is, yeah, in the, what, what know, people okay. are what people are missing on that is that the law doesn't say if the body or the head or anything like that is in an offside position. Anything you can it, says, it. it says consideration should be given to the position of the head and the body. Now consideration doesn't say that's definite. That's not definite. What they've done is they've put, put a grey area in there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but like they, they shouldn't have consideration. They should say either if a player is in front. Or back, or else you're going off the feet, or you're going off the head, or whatever you're going off. Well, I thought the rule was that if any part of the body you can score, yeah. So your hands, if, you can, if your hands offside, you can, if your hand is offside, it can't be offside because you can't actually score with your hand. Mm. But yeah. obviously, you can score with your head anywhere part of your body you can. Well, there's a te- like there's an argument there that Harry Kane leading forward isn't necessarily him scoring the goal. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 he used the stick. Useless, he scores uh, a lot of goals. I don't, it's because he has a fucking time machine device that makes people fall over. Hospital. Um, lads, the, well, we haven't really covered off the flexibility of Fabinho because I think it's worth mentioning, but mm-hmm. one of the great scenes was obviously the anger of Van Dijk. It's been a while since we've seen proper mm-hmm. anger on a pitch. Like mm-hmm. it was, He was literally going to beat the head off Trent if he didn't get up with him. <laughs> like, you could see the arm was swinging. It was like a fella who's been talking to his kids for ages, right? Oh. And he found, get down off the wall, get down off the wall. Get down off the if don't get down off the wall, you're gonna break your head. Get down get down off the wall <laughs> and eventually I would have loved to see what Trent was actually doing. Mm. He was that position. Obviously, he was on the wall. But what was he doing? <laughs> what were like why was he not listening? <laughs> yeah, because it took him about eight times yeah. to catch him. You know what I mean? Probably because the crowd was really loud and he couldn't hear him. <laughs> it's a football match. But was he just, you know, like if you were trying to get the kids into the car or whatever? Yeah. Was he just standing there, like being. He must have been daydreaming. <laughs> he must have just been like. I'd say, it could have been, you know, you know, when you're just going, fuck him. And just, I'll just pretend he's not there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like my dog is just losing the block, going, <laughs> pricks, just ignore me. So the mo- I'm going to scream my head off him. Yeah, guy, you've done it on the pitch. Just like yeah, some of the showers. Yeah, whatever. And they're still losing the plot, you just look around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that makes them go. That makes them go worse. It's just yeah. like, Aah! but he wouldn't get up and line with him. That was the whole thing. He was trying to get him up and line. Yeah. So obviously he was looking across the line, and Trent was hanging in about a yard or so behind him. And that yeah. was what. That's what the whole argument was over. <laughs> Maybe his arm signal started to confuse Trent. <laughs> he, just, he just kept going. He was, he? Yeah, he was. Did a choo choo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe went like when he did the big huge arm one. He went one of forward. And stuff. <laughs> And then he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, if, like if you were greeting the Manchester City bus in the yeah. Champions League match right? <laughs> that would have been like whoever that was <laughs> that must have been very confusing for the people on the City bus the players great time uh, yeah. it was 
Um, I'd say it was. That's when it looked out the window. You were worried about bottles and everything. Very it unsett- out with the very unsettling. Wasn't you? Just looked yeah. incredibly like you with a fellow who looks incredibly like your brother standing yeah. in front of you as well, it's waving your hands r- randomly. I think there's, the un- I think there's loads of billions of people in the world now. There's loads of you know. Obviously, there's lookalikes, so that's what happens. Yeah. The impact of that that arm business was understated on that documentary. I think. Personally, <laughs> oh, that's freaking really <laughs> 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 out. Not your cast of spelling them. Well, come here, Fabinho, <laughs> Van Dijk's partner. <laughs> uh, Van Dijk's partner for the day just looked so assured. Composed as a centre back, class was. I would be worried about making any more pace, personally, because yeah. um, obviously we're against Palace on Saturday with Zaha, and then. On the week after we have Vardy. Now, obviously, we're going to open up or Gomez be back. You know, I thought there was a couple of moments where there was a four, in the first half that was the only real chance they had, but he got caught under the ball. Now, I think with midfielders playing at centre back like that, they do lose position a bit. Mm. I think it'd be worried to lose position against something like Vardy, I think. But he played very well. But it I'd just reminds me of your mate Emre Chan when he had to do, go in there and do a job for a run of six or seven games well, I always argued that ago. Emre Chan should have been converted into a centre-back he was great with the game in front of him charging through midfield like Hierro used to do Hierro the train Chan but he, he only played one game centre-back no no he last year against Brighton we had Wijnaldum and Chan as the centre-back as last season against them wasn't it yeah we had the maddest centre-back combination of Chan, Lovren and Mignaldum as, as the three centre I say Brighton just hates him. Who the fuck's going to play centre-back this year? <laughs> Hopefully Mignolet plays there next year. We just <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting here going, Mignolet did really well at centre-back. Didn't he just, like, he looked like Cam Capose and he had to kick the ball and he couldn't kick him more than four yards. Yeah. But the reality is we might not see him, at, you know, depending on Matt's comeback, we mightn't see him back. He's had two games there. We mightn't see him there again for another three, four years just because mm-hmm. of the situation and the injury crisis. That oh, hopefully had. so, because I think we do... Better than that, he's probably the fourth name of the team shit in the middle, middle park alongside Wijnaldum now. I think so. You wouldn't want to be taking him out there, no, personally, no. like because you're seeing the effect when we played City away. Like, he played every game up until that, and then you look, we were fairly and then when he come on, and then when he comes yeah, on, the comes difference, on, the game changes, yeah. yeah. But even when Milner comes on at the weekend, when when it stopped being the two lads who wanted to play sidey sideys, right? And like, Mil, Mil, Brexit, Brexit <laughs> midfield. <laughs> Going nowhere, literally. I'm blown away by that. Away. Two lads going nowhere. To you, to me, to you, to me. You to me. Back to the back, back to me. Back to you, to me. Oh, the lads going, when's something going to happen? To you, to me. Back to back. There we go. That's classic. But yeah, like, honestly, like, but when Milner comes on, he, it does change it up. All of a sudden, we start breaking the lines. I know people slag off Milner, but like, to be fair to him, he just brings on a, a bit of energy into that midfield. And I, look, is that not about them more their legs tiring as well? Because like when he's played in the middle of the park with those two before, it's like especially in away games. You've seen the Paris game, mm. and Napoli, City, City at home. Like it'd be fairly. In terms of attacking trail, I think that could be more just them pushing up really more. Than, Maybe, yeah. Like, I don't think that midfield should ever start against us. <laughs> yeah, so I just don't think it's good enough. I, 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 listen, I, I've, I have a theory that you either play with Yaldum or Henderson. Right? Mm. I think both of them want to play in the same role. And when you put the two of them in there, the two of them do the exact same job, and they end up getting in each other's way. And you need, you need another. 
You need you need something else. You need a midfielder who, whose first intention is to go forward with the ball. The fullbacks, the fullbacks will get over overused. Yeah, because you're not going to get that space. Wingers will cop it, will push straight onto them. And the fullbacks will be overused because you have got two lads going the same way all the time. And then as you say, me and that come on, broke mm. the lines a bit, carried the ball a bit forward. No one was doing that. Oh, I thought it was interesting. He pushed Henderson forward forward and kept Wijnaldum to sit at home and cover. Like, you think actually Wijnaldum since he's actually started playing Wijnaldum there? Obviously, when Henderson hasn't played, like at the start of the season, Wijnaldum was playing there alongside. I can't remember was it Milner and someone else. Yeah. But he's actually Wijnaldum's better in that position. He like he carries the ball forward better than Henderson yeah. does. So when he gets the ball, he's more nimble. Than Henderson this, be, and this to me, can, my things always said that when Henderson's big problem is he's not great at turning one eighty. Right, he's grand. If the ball's in front of him and the ball is played to him, he can play, move it left or right. Mm-hmm. But if you if he has to play side on for a defence, he's not great at turning with the ball or being able to turn with the ball. And not that he can't turn with it, but it's just it's very slow. And mm-hmm. his natural reaction is to play the way he's facing. And he's not made up to play. That's why I never thought he was comfortable enough to sit in as the deepest line midfielder because that that one that midfielder has to be able to turn with the ball and start, see what's in front of him. Otherwise, her play is always going to be sideways or backwards. And I think they, <laughs> he had 44 touches in the game on Saturday in the first half, and 41 of them went backwards or sideways. No, that's wrong. That's is it? completely wrong? Yeah. Who was why? Someone just made that up as they do on Twitter. Do you know where I came from? Where second captains? Well, I checked it. Did you? And he made 77 passes in the first half. I can Keeping remember. a straight face there. No, honest to God. He made... Seven, he made uh, he you're, you're looking at the phone that's locked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Are you getting brain signals from the phone? It's connected by Bluetooth uh, to your phone. I, I, I checked I, it. I prepared, <laughs> I prepared for this podcast tonight. All right. Um, yeah, well, you're checking it there. I'll check it. You check it. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah, if, you come, if you come back to Janey in that role, I said it a few weeks ago, he's, that's sort of in the yes, type player, that, that continental player who will, obviously, that 180 turn that's looking to go forward. He's not, I know he's obviously under instructions to use of Robertson and, and Trent as, as much as he can. Yeah. Because we attack a lot down, yeah. down wide now and don't go centrally a lot. But look, he is that type of player. He's got reco- He's so good in recovery, but his ball retention is massive. Mm. Amongst amongst our, our midfielders, it's probably the best. Yeah, I think it would be. Without, yeah. without a doubt, you can probably see it in stats or whatever. If he is that continental toy player, where he, he's he's so good at holding the ball yeah. and and knows the to pick his the job is to literally his job is to literally keep the ball. Yep. So what would be the point in losing the ball? Mm. <laughs> you know I mean? He's so good at he's so good at in, he's so good in possession, Andy. Whereas yeah. you know you wouldn't there's others you wouldn't trust in that role. You probably go you can lose the ball a bit for you know. You saw Kieta come on the weekend. Yeah. You know, Kieta. When we see <laughs> the times we see uh, Plop having meltdowns on the side of the pitches, normally when we've lost the ball, yeah. or they've made a bad decision up top or something like that. Mm. So these are the things that that would know, drive him insane. Drive yeah. him insane. So he's obviously in the dresser saying, "Don't fucking lose the ball there. Mm. That's where we need to keep the ball. If we lose the ball there, we're gonna concede." Mm. You know, and it's no coincidence we've only conceded whatever ten yeah. or eleven goals. Yeah. Bill Watts didn't mind losing the ball. There. But he had he and had was a, much more aggressive in the attack. He had an encyclopedia of attacking players. Did he? Yeah. What was it, the World Book of Encyclopedia of attacking players? He was, he was in charge. <laughs> of he was in charge of our attacking fucking. Uh, what was the word? That's the <laughs> Wardrobe fucking. <laughs> 
Anyway, nobody knows nothing about attacking only Bill back, so he's that Markovic's manager, by the way. I'm Serbian pop idol. Um look like we'll talk about Palace but yeah. the next four games yeah. are I know we're looking at did they score again? They did the pricks. De Bruyne. I think he just put it. That was my two two. Two two? Yeah. Three of them. <laughs> okay, I found it. Go on. Okay. He made uh, seventy one passes in uh, the first half, sixty three successful. So that forty four thing or whatever is nonsense. Right. What's that? What side's that off? That's uh, stats on. Stats on. <laughs> <laughs> just make up a fucking app. It's literally the the app. Oh gee. Ah, uh, here. Oh my. It doesn't even shoot. It goes across. Look. Across. Oh, Connor Cody. Connor Cody. Scoring Ogs for City. That's 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 the moment. That's the moment. <laughs> Losing it on goal difference. Yeah. Because of Connor Cody Og. He always said he'd get his revenge. <laughs> Who sold him? Rogers. Rogers yeah. yeah, blame Rogers anyway. Um, look, next lads, four. the context of the next four. It's Palace, it's Bournemouth, it's Huddersfield, it's... Nah. No, it's West Ham. Palace, Leicester, West Ham, Bournemouth. Yeah. Two of them are home. Three of them are home. Three of them are home. Yeah, three of them are home. So Leicester's at home, and Palace is at home. Yeah. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, Bournemouth are home. home. It's just that West Ham away game. And West to be fair, West Ham have... You know, a much played. different proposition than they than they were when they came to Anfield. So that won't be an e- that won't be an easy game. Yeah, but I think we've got we've got to look at winning the three home games. That's imperative now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and as Robbie was touching on, looking at the same four, you know, City's next four, Huddersfield, Newcastle away are handy enough, but then it's Arsenal and Chelsea at home. Well, Arsenal's a handy three points for them. Yeah, but I think Arsenal. Arsenal I, th- I think Arsenal will be lucky to break fifty points now at this stage. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. yeah. I, like the, 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 unlike previous years where they were still involved in Europe and stuff like that, right? Are they still in the Europa League? Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'd say Emery's going to start focusing on the Europa League. Oh, 100%. That's, all that that's all that chap knows. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent, and and it's a way into your into the but Champions that League this year is a much tougher competition than it has been in previous years. So the, the toughest is not to do. But the top of ever the toughest I've ever seen is when we had to, we got to the Champions League one and that, and then you see the teams winning for years after. Oh, the yeah. yeah, United one was just ridiculous. Yeah, Arsenal could potentially get United back into the Champions League. They could by winning the Europa League. It's normally now people start talking about this. Weird shit. Although, wouldn't the fourth place team, the fourth place English team, would have to win the Champions League? Yeah, they, they changed the rule again, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they changed the rule again, so oh. you can't have five anymore, it's back to four. Okay. So, if you finish fourth, you lose out. So, that's why I like your idea of trying to tie up Champions League football as there as possible, just in case. You know? Yeah, just nail it. Yeah. Get get in. <laughs> if you're not in, you can't win. But it let's be, be, it must be mathematically done now. It's not. No. <laughs> it's not 2006. <laughs> Most teams break 70 at this stage in the top six. It needed 55 in 2006, I think, so, or 2005, yeah, 57 yeah. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Crazy. I know. Now it's like 76 is your marker for 75. top four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 76 gets you in. And even last year, what did we finish with? 77. Yeah, we finished five ahead of the Chelsea in the end because they lost yeah. the last game. But yeah. But like that, up until then, it was still down to the last game. Um, was to, oh, yeah. It was going to look like. But. 
who who like I looked at I did look at the fixtures today because I was I was doing the roster for the show for the next for the rest of the year. Um, I only got as far as February. <laughs> but like the looking at it, there's there's two patchy runs between in the March and the April points, right? And we've got a run in a week from Bayern Munich. We've got Bayern Munich. Um, is it United? United Southampton and then Everton United. So Everton Southampton and United. And run a, run a three games after Bayern Munich, right? Um, or around it, and then you've got another run of Chelsea of Spurs, some Watford and Chelsea are the three fixtures after the Bayern Munich game. It's all wrong. So you look at that. <laughs> I think that's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. We'll go with it. Chelsea's on their weekend. That it was. The Spurs and Chelsea. But no, but those those three. I think the, the, the Columba three. The Columba three games is Watford. No, it is. Was honest to God, I did it today. Because I was having to write down who we're playing and when, but I know the ones in between. So Southampton is in between Everton and United, and then you've got you've got Watford is in between Tottenham and Chelsea. Now Everton and United could be the other Spurs way around. Spurs at the end of March, anyway. Yeah, but anyway, what's the point of all this? Point is, if I was looking at potential wobbles, if you look at the run of fixtures, right? Yeah. yeah. And you look at where your potential wobble happens, you're looking yeah. at those run of three fixtures, and you're saying potentially in there, if you have, if you don't win two of those games, people start thinking it's a wobble, right? If you have a run of three games and you don't win two of them. People are thinking it's a wobble in there, and those are th- that run of six games there as where you're looking at going. Yeah. Right, so where do we pay, play Bayern Munich? February and then March. We're so there's a, there's a big gap between the February. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah ten day break between Bournemouth playing Bournemouth at, uh, Bournemouth at home, and then Bayern Munich at home is a ten day gap in between that. But then immediately after playing Bayern, you're playing United at Old Trafford on the weekend yeah. after. It's, it's United. That's that's where you you know United Watford Everton. United, that's the next, Watford, and you're doing the 24th that's, is you, that's the, the 24th of February is United the 27th it's only a three week game, turnaround is, is Watford yeah. and then the 2nd the is Everton we're yeah. looking too far into the future you don't know what's going to happen no, I, I, I know, think in I the know. context like, of a wobble though you're right isn't it because at the end of the day like we're four points ahead we're going to have to have a wobble which means we're going to have to slip up in two games or more effectively yeah. for this to kind of suddenly turn on its head sort of thing um, the, the fixtures don't Seem to, to me, the fixtures don't seem to lend themselves to us having a horrific run of fixtures. No, it doesn't. And like when you look, when you come out of those six games, which is like I think you've got once you come out of that, you've got Fulham, you've got the Fulham matches between, you've got Burnley and Fulham bet- until the Spurs fixture after the Bayern Munich game. You've got Bayern Munich then sandwich between Burnley and Fulham that's in there, and you've an international break as well after the Fulham game. And you come back off the international break, and you've got Spurs, then Southampton. And then Chelsea, that's your run of three, and you might have a Champions League match somewhere. I don't in think there we can well. play. I don't. We can't. I don't think we can have any excuse around how the fixtures are going to no. pan out between now and the end of the season. But it's the, completely the, these four games, these next four games, yeah. for me, with three at home, it's absolutely key. Yeah, it's absolutely key. Nine Nail points. nine points. If you come out with ten, if you come out with ten points, I know people are going to say, "Jay's a draw there somewhere." It's like, but if you come out with here of those four games with ten points, because you'll actually be taking thirteen from fifteen. Because we've beaten Brighton as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Like that type of points haul is championship winning form. Yeah, keep you on track. Yeah. In a block of five games, 15. Yeah. Uh, where do we, where do we 15, end up? Yeah. If we get 12, we end up with two ahead of them. 68. Yeah. At that stage, 69. No, 69, yeah. 69 points. But you're seeing, che- you're seeing Chelsea being no, no, no concern for City. I know you said Arsenal. Would you see City steamroller in all of those games? I don't know, really, because. Like I don't think they've been even seen them tonight. They haven't been where the cup games you've seen they're they're not exactly steamrolling teams either the way they were earlier in the season. I don't think they're exactly like the pressure's on them as well to an extent. Mm. Like they have to win. 
Yeah. Regardless of whether, even if we win or we don't win, they have to win anyway to, to close the gap or to close the gap even further if we drop points. So, like, the pre- the, I think the pressure's being downplayed on them a lot of bit, to be honest. Like, they're, like they've hit the skids a bit in the last month or so, really. Mm. And they've come out all right, like, beating us. Like, they were fairly desperate to beat us. Like, yeah. beating us, they weren't, it was, that wasn't free flowing. Tonight hasn't been free flowing. Like, they're, they've still to hit form as well again. And, like, obviously, with the Champions League, like, I think Champions League will be a distraction for them. And again, it was like you know the game could have could have gone our way, like with the mm. it was the width of a fucking yeah the, the eleven like, millimeters like, thing. Like surely that's going to be if we don't win the league this season, surely that should be the title for the DVD. Which eleven millimeters? Follow <laughs> 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 <Hollow> up, <laughs> Andy. Context: four wins, must haves. Where's Three wins before we play United, is it? Three, three four games. Four, four games. Four <coughs> three games. at home, one away. Three at home, yeah. one away. Yeah, they just get, like, we're just looking a bit too far, I think. We don't know what's going to happen in them mm. four games. If we win them four games, like, there's a, there's a strong chance that you're going to drop points. Go on, fucking drop it over. Oh, 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 oh you uh, prick. Jamie could have at least got him sent off there. Bolly could have tackled him there instead of <laughs> 20 minutes. Two or four passes there from Edison than it was from Henderson in the house. Boy, yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, I'm just like you know, I'm just trying not to look too forward. You know, club keeps saying to the players about one game at a time, small mm-hmm. little tasks, small objectives. It's working so far. Yeah, you know they they have to be retreating every single game now as a must win, mm-hmm. cup finals, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. With the few players coming back now, that's going to help, obviously. Um, so every fucking game we win, it's just going to it's just going to make it harder and harder yeah. for City. The man, manager, man has been there before as well. He's done it. He's done the cars before. Like he knows yeah. he he won't have them. It's not going to be like four years ago where it was a manager his first time in a title race. He'll have them pressures on. Like if he'll keep them, he'll steer them right. I think really. Right. Well, I I have more tr- trust in Klopp on a yeah. league program than a final. Well, that's that's yeah. where my head is. Like, I, I yeah, think, yeah, you know. No, you're right. You're right. Well, well, and I'm not saying he's bad in the final. He's very, just very, very unlucky in finals. Yeah. Well, he's been the teams he's played in finals. To be fair, been he's been the underdog in every final. Oh, no, he's yeah, he's often being the, the like he's played the huge underdog. Mm. You know, and having to figure out a way of winning a final. It's not really like a league campaign where we call the mini finals. Yep. Mm. So, no, no, I don't see any. I don't see any trouble in most way games for Klopp. He's done it in Europe. You know. We've seen it only a few weeks ago against Napoli. So right, we've got things done when yeah, exactly. We've got things done when it matters. Like, you know, we won we we won won games when we needed to secure Champions League qualifications. Um, you know, as you say, champion, critical Champions League games. Um, no, I wouldn't have any worry on that score. I just I you know it, it, at the end of the day, you know, we were looking there for wobbles and whatnot. Like, if you think back to some of the runs of fixtures we had in the first half of the season, like, they were tough, you know, mm. tough between Champions League and league games. You know, we had some tough stretches there. And the fact that we are here, like, four points ahead of City is kind of, is just phenomenal. It's yeah. Uh, it and it's down to routine games. Like, not my adult Liverpool yeah. life have ever yeah. felt like games are routine. And it's yeah. hard yeah. to get used to. Like, after the first half... Uh, on Saturday, I, I was concerned. Like it did look like November again. Only because the stakes asking, are high. Yeah. You're asking where the goal is going to come from mm-hmm. because of the way they were playing. But yeah. we just have to get it into our heads. So this is a good team now. Yeah. And patient play is bringing chances. It's yeah. supporting the opposition and making them ha- like make mistakes. 
Yeah. That's essentially what happens. Yeah, it is, yeah. And, and also not no stupid mistakes on our side so, as well. Yeah. Do you Would know, you? no no key, no really apart from the mistakes which haven't cost us this season. Like, I think if you're making mistakes like that, though, but we've also now got a goalkeeper that actually bails them out when they make mistakes. Like yeah. I remember seeing in the Napoli game, for instance, where I think it was Matip slipped, was it? Or someone headed on. Or for me, someone Robin, headed on. What, at the end? Yeah, and someone slipped, but obviously the keeper bails them out. Yeah. Like, but for me, yeah. Was it for Yeah, in the middle, yeah. Was it? But, do you know what I mean? So obviously, there's layers there to make a mistake. So if someone makes a mistake, there's someone else there to stop that mistake. Actually, yeah. Mistake, really. yeah. You haven't had that in a while. Right. Well, as in the past, it was just a fu- it, it turned into a fucking catalogue of didn't Oh, it was like we were playing the fucking FA Cup game, and the ball went back, and like, why? What are you doing? That for? <laughs> stop! Stop! This is like, you know, it's not Alison. Just stop giving it to him. Right, look, just to wrap it all up. We've got a car. We do have. Um, uh, we we meet up again with Roy Hudson. Um, oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Freddy Krueger, just won't die. <laughs> Want to be back in uh, Anfield? Had a great time here. Um, to be fair, he does a massive favour the other week, didn't it's he? It's actually a bit like 2014, really, because, well, it's not really, but in 2014, Palace were the <laughs> makers there again. They beat Chelsea. Yeah. City beat them. In the space of four weeks, I think, we, uh, Chelsea lost to Selhurst Park. We obviously had that fucking three-all draw, and then City didn't beat them the four. But obviously, that's the, the points that won it, really, in yeah, the end, really. Yeah. So they could work that way again, you know? <laughs> They're a funny side though, aren't they? Like they, they, yeah, they it's, yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. They've beaten City, but since then they've had some horrible results. Yeah, Christian Benteke is a great guy against us as well. Yeah, Troy Forrest, but great against us. The only thing is, there's no skirtle, so there's less of a chance from scoring a goal against us. But I go back to it. Like, and I know I'm not getting into an in-depth analysis of this, but like, we just need to win it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. We we know what to expect out of Hudson. He's going to do the exact same as Brighton did at the weekend. They're going to sit deep and try to, at some stage to, mm-hmm. to bring us on the counter and use yeah, use Zaha yeah, and use Zaha. your man Townsend's pace on either yeah. flank to try expose where the where the fullbacks have gone missing. Be a long diagonal from one of their fullbacks to try to get one of them in behind us. Yeah. And they've looked at that's the way City tried to exploit what they, they overloaded Trent's so mainly because Salah doesn't do as much defensive duties as, as, yeah. as Mane. Last year when we played against them, they tried to overload Trent's side as well. So I'd imagine they're going to look to do the exact same thing. Yeah. So on that, how how do we line up? Like how do we see the same as the home games that we've recently had? So it's maybe <coughs> Fabinho. Well, Shakiri will start. I'd say Fabinho and Wijnaldum would imagine, mm-hmm. and then the usual front three. And well, it depends on what centre half. I'd say if you've Matos back, then you'll be have him in. That's what I can straight in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he will fully. Uh, it depends on Matup, doesn't it? I don't. I don't. I don't think he'll see the need to. To risk him if it's not necessary, but yeah, he was on the bench though. He's, yeah. he's had a full week of training now. Like yeah, but he might have a kind of Lalana type knock, mightn't he? <laughs> this is the matter problem. <laughs> it's <laughs> made a crisp. Yeah. The fella like basically was the, the ref blew the whistle and his collarbone broke. Yeah, <laughs> you can you, you can envisage him getting Vibration getting you yeah. know getting injured in the warm up or something, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you know. So and like, it, fella. Like, it's, if he has a broken collarbone and he's coming back from broken collarbone after four weeks. He's going to have a mental thing about an impact on the yeah. side on that side. So yeah. Well, fuck it, just play because he has to play. There's no other centre half, and if he gets injured, then for being we'll 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 yeah. pretend they break after as well. So, yeah. like, obviously, yeah. I think the last game isn't the win. Yeah, we're going to love him be back then. Hopefully, go there soon after that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's far from a crisis. We got, like, we got Fabinho's come through those two games, you know, very well. One of them was a cup, but. He's come through the league game. He was excellent. We know now it's another option there. You look at Klein going, Klopp must have been thinking we've 
Milner who can play right back. We've yeah. uh, Trent, we've Gomez, and there he's Hoiver as well. He seems to trust. I know he's trust him into the line like yeah, quickly. Match events, but he's both. He'd be fine. He'd be absolutely fine. Now, like listen, we don't particularly want to see him having. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, you want to bring a player along like that properly and not get him fucking ruin his career at sixteen. Yeah, but there is there is a certain maybe twelve teams in the league. It doesn't matter fucking really who you play yeah, besides that exactly. like yeah. There's no the team don't have any possession there, they don't have any touches yeah. there, and they, when they do they're swamped. Sacco's going to be up for this one, isn't he? Yeah, well hopefully. He was up for the last game, wasn't yeah. he? And he Especially fucking gave away. Like, can he play? Because like he's on loan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but like he like who who is Mark Kelly getting a game these days? No, he's not. No, not getting a game. Sacco's great at uh, at just panicking and giving the Sacco, ball away. Sacco, isn't it? And that's what we want. We want them to give the ball away in our own half. He can mm. be pressured. Look, we've seen him. Look, he likes to take on players, and Is we've got the right players yeah, to go and pressure him. Yeah. He he used to have a great pass percentage ratio for us. Mm-hmm. You know, in the nineties. I'm putting you putting the pressure. No, that's why. But like, he made players have to take two touches to get the ball under control. And our front three, our front four, Shakiri players, are well able to read these patterns, you know, and they, they're hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to win the ball up high, so fucking hell. Give me Saka every week. Maybe you're comfy results. What's, what are we going for? I'm comfy, except in the back of your mind, you, you see what, what they managed to achieve at City the other week, but I, I, think, we'll have, I think we'll have enough. I think, I think prediction... 3-1 okay yeah Rob 3-0 3-0 2-1 win 2-1 that's a that, that's a horrible result yeah. it is a little is, bit is, but is, do we go behind or is there an equaliser or how does the 2-0 and then no, the scaldy one go ahead and stay, stay ahead goal. and then the scaldy one and then it's fucking I, I wouldn't be surprised if we can see the first the goal that comes down trend side I hate Hodgson in Anfield just telling you that I remember when he went to West Brom after his stint at us yeah that was over there for my birthday and fucking sat up there and watched. Oh, you've been scarred. Out of wing, he went through and scarred. It was just like I nearly threw myself off the centre. He sounds like off the side of it, not even the front way. So it was going to go out the side, out one of the windows. It sounds to me like you almost handpicked some of our most <laughs> agonising losses to go over for. There's so immense games. Like I was, go. I was there, <laughs> do you know? I think like it shows how long it's been since I managed to get over. But the, the last game I was there was a. Uh, the famous Markovic, Balotelli, and was it Benteke front three against Aston Villa oh, when Roy Keane and Paul Lambert uh, managed to win. Right. So <laughs> I haven't been since. <laughs> We've done so well yeah. since then. Self-imposed exile. Self-imposed exile. stay there. In fact, I, I said we're, I was going over with the lads this year, and uh, I was paid not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> Andy, you paid a year. No, you stream. No, walking at the moment, by the way. Go on, web. What do you reckon? Uh, 5-0 to Liverpool Woo. absolutely <laughs> going to blow these away um, <laughs> Liverpool don't concede goals anymore so stop with your warm predictions fucking <laughs> 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 absolute bullshit I'm sick of it warm predictions warm predictions stop doing it there's the no safety one yeah, yeah it's just like a case I come across as too much of a super fan sympathy goal yeah. Oh, one goal. Yeah. <laughs> definitely conceded in this game. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously, you don't study the farm. Liverpool don't concede the goals no more. And uh, I just think it's one of those games where. Yeah. Um, Imagine how smug Hodgson will be to come and win at Anfield. Yeah, no. oh, Imagine yeah. post match interview. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> he did the line with his lap up. Um, Imagine. Just Imagine Henry Winter tweeting about it already. Liverpool are a good team now, boys. Get used to it. Four, four, Hodgson yeah. should be in the show for the next United manager at the end of the season for what he's done at Palace. Don't see why not. Yep. Palace, okay. Southgate, yeah. Hodgson, Solskjaer. They're the, they're the type of managers the United should be looking at to, to take them out to the who next could we, Who could Huddersfield bring in for one game against City on, on Sunday? That Bivac. Bivac. Oh. With his attacking dossier of PowerPoints. <laughs> I think. Could they loan a manager if they could, you know? Could they loan a manager? Like they they could loan the manager for one game. Could you not? Could, could Jose not go there for one game? Just for one game. But Jose kept losing to Pep anyway. This <laughs> is not <an> issue. <laughs> they, he had to pay Pep to go to Bayern Munich so he could win the Spanish league. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, I'm clutching at straws here. I know, yeah. yeah. Andy? What? <laughs> it's a pity, isn't it? Dave's yeah. gone. Yeah. Jose? You know. What? No. Right, lads, that's a wrap. That has been Andy Young. That has been Garbrain. That has been Robbie O'Reardon. See, I remember this time. Uh, that's been Ray Dicko. I've been your host, Phil Casey. This has been the club in Associate Reds Bet. We're back next Monday, as I said. There's loads of stuff. So, Wednesday, we've got a show with Grizz telling us all the ITK Grizz stuff. Grizz Yep. Um, and then Thursday night, we've got the cop table. And then on Saturday, we'll have the final whistle after the win of 5-0 against Five-nil Crystal Palace and the Roy Hodgson's. He'll have, he'll have a complaint. Even if we win 5-0, he'll think it was unfair or something. So it doesn't make a difference what it is. Um, this will be in the club with Hodges next week. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.